Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Welcome back to Simpin' After Dark, everyone. This is your girl, Ashley Mendoza. And it's your girl, Victoria D. Wells. And we have another episode of Simpin' After Dark, where we are going to get into our feelings. We're going to talk relationships. And today, especially, it's a fun one. We're going to talk um, Kehlani. It's uh, the song Open. Mm-hmm. And it is... Is that, a, is that a foreshadow? It is foreshadowing. It kind of has like multiple meanings, but that's what we're excited to dive into because today Today's episode is going to be all about polyamory and open relationships and alternative types of love situations. Yes, so probably everything we're not used to, everything the opposite from your traditional type of relationship, and we're going to talk shop. We actually have a special guest, an expert in the polyamorous field, so um, we're going to get into the details, so make sure you guys grab a drink, light the blunt. Start some incense. I don't know. It doesn't have to be a blunt. Maybe it's a joint. Whatever. Just set the mood. Whatever yes. makes you feel happy and good. What makes you feel happy and good? Definitely some incense or a candle, a right. warm blanket, a glass of wine, Ooh. and some moody lighting, just like we have right now. That's why we do this. Wow. She just named off everything I'd ever want to do if I want to take care of myself. I love it. It feels good. Um. Yeah. So our guest today, her name is Zoe Trope. Um, I guess we can... Go ahead. Should we just give her a ring? Let's just hit her up. All right. Let's just hit her up. We'll let her introduce herself. It's going to be awesome. Uh, We actually met Zoe through our good friend, Evelyn, who is uh, a a listener of the podcast. And Evelyn is a traveling producer. She produces the most uh, awesome content all over the world. And um, shout out to Evelyn. Yeah. Supporting us always. Always. Uh, Yeah. We've brought up polyamory on the podcast multiple times. Mm -hmm. So... Shout out to her for hooking us up with someone that can give us more information. Yeah. Ashley was like, I want to learn about this open relationship it's stuff. So interesting. And she was like, I think I know somebody. <laughs> and so. All right. So exciting. I can't wait. Oh, my God. Downtown in the background. Hi. Zoe. Hey, girl. Hi. Welcome to the it podcast. Works. Yes. I know. It sounds good. Wow. I'm so excited. It's a little Thanks noisy over here. <laughs> I know. If, in case you oh. can't tell, we got downtown in the background, so we got uh, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, no one passing away for anything. God damn! Uh, thanks Just for being day. with us. Uh, just another day in downtown. You know it what I'm really saying? Is. 
How are you doing tonight? Do you have your drink ready? Have you been sipping? I'm good. I have some whiskey. I'm actually just in my robe because, you know, it's a regular Wednesday night. Yeah. <laughs> if you're at home. I'm ready to get intimate. Nice. Exactly. Dang if you're baby. at home, you definitely don't want to have pants on. We should start wearing robes on the podcast. <laughs> Shit, that's a good yeah. idea. I love that. I live alone, so I never have to wear pants. Oh, oh. a blessing, a blessing. I don't live alone, and I still don't wear pants. <laughs> I'm jealous. I am jealous. <laughs> Um, so, Zoe, could you please tell us a little bit about yourself and a little bit about what you do in the polyamorous community? Yeah, so um, I am a relationship coach. Um, I specialize in poly relationships. Um, and in 2019, I created LA Polyamory. And I've been kind of hosting different events like speed dating, happy hours, book clubs, and a support group. Uh, and then 2000, uh, 2020 hit. And all of that shut down, so we're Damn. we're all virtual now. Um, and I actually just launched LA Poly Personals on Instagram, where oh. people can meet new, meet new like-minded people in the community. Oh, uh, so I love exciting. that! Congratulations! <laughs> That's yeah, amazing. Yeah, it's been fun. Yeah, <laughs> I bet you're meeting all types of people. That's like awesome. That's really cool. And we'll be sure to link all that stuff. Um, yeah, definitely. So we'll we'll get people informed on all of that. Um, what, yes. what kind of, what kind of sparked your interest in polyamory? Did you, were you just growing up and always kind of like, I don't want to have one partner or what, what kind of sparked your interest in it? Yeah. So, I mean, growing up, I never really identified with this concept of the one, mm -hmm. like it just seemed so impossible. And even when I was like in elementary school, I'd have crushes on multiple people, so uh, little did I know that there was a word for it, and it's just kind of what I gravitated towards. Mm. So as I got older and started having different relationships, they were mostly open. Um, and it wasn't until, like, way later on that, like, I, I literally had this moment where I was like, oh, I could be polyamorous. Because um, oh, I was starting to have more complex feelings for multiple people. Mm. Um, and previously i just assumed you know if you're poly you have to be a certain way you have to live in a commune it's like really hippie dippy shit yeah um but it's not it's really you know what you make of it and there's there's so much material and resources to absorb um to better refine you know how you approach polyamory um i love and that i just you know committed to it you know there's there's really no going back for me damn that's dope that's such an interesting so, way to look at it. There's no going back. Like, is there yeah. anybody who kind of, do you know anybody who kind of tried polyamory and then went back to monogamy? Um, I think a lot of people um, who are in established relationships and, you know, they might open up and they might, you know, dip their toes in the water. Um, they, they still have that safety net of that core relationship. Mm. And I've seen a lot of people decide, you know what, that's not for us. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and that's totally cool too you know uh, it's, it's they were willing to explore and be vulnerable with each other yeah. um, and ultimately realize you know what like it's cool that this exists but you know not going to put in the time and energy because it's a lot of work like, oh, yeah. There's, yeah. there's like textbooks and it's a constant process um, so yeah a lot of people decide you know what it's not for me but I'm glad I you know I, I learned something new about how people relate to one another. 
Yeah, I think that's the thing is um, you like say there's textbooks and stuff, but I feel like with like polyamory and open relationships, it's just like different for everybody, for every single relationship and just your own rules and what you're comfortable with. Right. Yeah. And like a lot of people, if they're long distance or if, you know, a partner is like in law school or like in medical school, they might, you know, Mm. have an agreement where, you know, they, they have, you know, other types of relationships. Um, and sometimes they, they get together again and sometimes, you know, they drift apart. So it's oh. just, you know, how they manage that. Yeah. I guess it's just kind of like coming to agreement where it's like, we don't really have time for each other. And sometimes you feel unfulfilled. So that's probably where people want to like, I need to feel love still. So like, what are we going to do? So that's mm-hmm. an option. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's, you know, I've never thought about it of that in that aspect of, the work that you have to really put in in order to have a like a working polyamorous relationship and that is that I can only imagine I mean I'm single right now but a a regular relationship is a lot so to be able to manage and balance multiple relationships I kind of admire polyamorous people yeah we actually um I can't do I can't even barely even do one you know what I'm saying like for real that's what somebody asked us we asked our listeners on Instagram like what questions they would want us to ask you and that was a question that really stood out to me was like how do you balance your time and like if you're fully able to give yourself to one person and like I mentioned um, how you had brought up your planner and like keeping track <laughs> of like everyone's schedules. I was like, damn, that sounds yeah. like you have to be really organized yeah. for this shit. So you, wait, wait, yeah. I got to I got to get into it, though. I know we had to ask her. We had to ask Zoe. Zoe, what's your astrology sign? Yes. I am a Taurus. <laughs> I love it. And, you know, Ashley over here is a Virgo. I'm a Capricorn, so the Earth Gang is strong. The planning is strong within us. So I just, the moment you said you had a planner and an organizer, I was like, yes, she has to be an Earth sign. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I would be lost without Google Calendar because it's not just my own schedule and, like, my priorities, right? Mm -hmm. It's, you know, I need to know what my friends are doing and what my partners are doing, what their partners and partners are doing. Because that way I can see, oh, next Tuesday we can have a date. Or, you know, if I buy concert tickets, I like put it on the calendar and be like, no one can take this date because we're <laughs> going to this concert. I love that. So that's it, <laughs> yeah, that's it's actually, cute. that's so yeah. important actually, yeah. even for like non-poly relationships. Yeah. I feel like that's something that people could incorporate because sometimes people just like don't plan and that's how relationships fall apart. Mm. So that's a really good like concept, just like planning. <laughs> Like, no, my whole fucking schedule. Plan some shit, guys. Like, it's so simple. (laughs) Isn't that crazy? You can avoid avoid so many fights. Like, I told you about this. It's on the calendar. The calendar is the Bible. Well, and that's what I, and that's what kind of referring back to like polyamorous polyamorous relationships. So if you're doing multiple relationships, you're probably pretty good at like communicating. You're probably pretty good at expressing yourself. You're pretty good at understanding and um, balancing out with other people. And so to me, like if you can do that with multiple people, you're, you're on like a different level of like self-awareness. You're like, you're flowing. The love is, is coming in and out. Like I see it as a very open understanding thing that you can not necessarily like, cause I think most people have a single relationship and they go, well, I'm cheating on this person, but no, maybe perhaps you're gaining a different aspect of love from another person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. We, um, and, and that's, 
that's uh, kind of how I relate to like my monogamous friends. I tell them like, hey, if you were to hang out with like your best friend, you just kind of plan ahead and you communicate. And if it bothers your partner, you know, you you, you talk you talk through it, right? Like why exactly. why would why would we want to limit you know how we spend our time with people and the types of relationships that we have, right? Mm-hmm. And I think friendships and and romantic relationships kind of conflict sometimes you know we always lose that friend when they're in a relationship absolutely Um, and i feel like that shouldn't be the case like there's there's room for everyone no i just i recently just had a friend who's going through it with um uh, a toxic ex and one of his things was like you can't talk to your friend and i was like yikes like that's not Mm -hmm. i'm not even not even talking like polyamorous or monogamous relationship like if someone is trying to withhold you from doing something like you should probably that's probably a red flag right there. Definitely. Definitely yeah, red flag. red flag. But so with that being said, Zoe, how do you deal with jealousy in in polyamorous relationships? Is there jealousy? Like, does that come up? How, how do you find that you deal with jealousy if you do get jealous? Or if you don't, how do you deal with other people being jealous about you? Yeah. I mean, it definitely comes up. I mean, it, it never goes away. And even if it's resolved, like... I mean, right now we're going through like the holidays and we we have to choose, you know, oh, who am I going to spend Christmas with, right? Yeah, that's so true. And, and that definitely comes up. Um, and, you know, a lot of it is acknowledging like, hey, you know, this is how I feel about this, you know, and, and acknowledging it and putting it out there instead of holding it in and having a lot of resentment and then like having a bubble into something crazy, right? Um, and you know, this comes up when, you know, your partner is dating someone new and there's a lot of, um, new relationship energy, you know, mm. they're just so giddy about honeymoon phase, yeah, that excitement. Yeah, exactly. Like they're having like all this hot, awesome sex mm-hmm. and you, yeah. you feel a little left out. So at that point you're like, who is this person? Yeah. And for me, what really helps is, you know, understanding like, okay, like I know who this person is. I know what they're doing together. Like we agreed on this and just kind of repeating that to myself and you're like, Hey, this is just another person. I'm probably going to meet them one day. And that helps, you know, combat those feelings. Um, but they never truly go away. Right. You just kind of have to know how to, um, yeah, it's a normal feeling. Like, I don't think that ever goes away. Like people try to like frame it as a toxic feeling or something negative that you should like Mm -hmm. push down. But I think it's better if you accept that it's a normal feeling and then just talk yourself through it well that's really interesting because i think that in polyamory people think that you're not jealous they go those just aren't jealous people and they're just they just don't care and they just Mm -hmm. they're just doing whatever and they're living freely and it's in you're saying no it's not that's not the truth you do get jealous Mm -hmm. we just work through those emotions because i mean at the end of the day that's all emotions are they they come and they go they don't necessarily reside within you unless you allow them to so that's why i feel like polyamorous relationships are like ultimate like like they're the super saying of like good relationships because that communication has to be on point. Yeah, like definitely. Like I don't think just any couple could just like do it or any just one person that's not like right with themselves. Yeah, just do it. Mm-hmm. So do you ever yeah. have and like I'll- super honest conversations? Where I'm like I'm a person that like likes, likes to talk to myself. <laughs> do you ever really like talk yourself through things? Like I know you said you kind of. Do you ever really like, okay, damn, I'm getting kind of jealous. Like, this is just a new person. Like, maybe we should meet up with them or maybe we should have a, a date together so I can get to know them. Like, 
what do you do you pull away when you're jealous and just talk yourself through it or do you kind of immerse yourself in the situation to help yourself get through it I mean there's definitely the ideal state and then there's like what actually happens right? right like I know you know I should be open and receptive and everything. But sometimes, you know, the other person doesn't want to interact with you and doesn't want you to know about them. And that's, I think, where I tend to do or, like, I'll, you know, try to find their Instagram and go, yeah. go down that rabbit hole. Mm. Um, I do that all the time. But, you know, I, I try to, like, <laughs> Straight like up. step one is always, like, let's, let's, let's meet in a neutral territory. Let's, right. let's figure this out. Cause most of the time, you know, the person that that uh, that your your partner's partner we call um, a metamorph, right? Your metamorph is usually someone that you have at least one thing in common, which is you care about this person. You have that shared vested interest mm-hmm. um, of taking care of this person, right? And like you know, loving them and um, and all that. I love that. So if you can't find a way to bond over that, then, you know, there's something wrong, right? And yeah. that's when you kind of, you know, present like, hey, like, why doesn't this person want to, like, be open with, with us? Like, why doesn't this person want to share anything yeah. with us? Do you like um, meeting other partners, like your partner's partners? I do. <laughs> I, I feel like I, I would I, too, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's probably interesting. Do you realize like you have so many things in common with them? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure because like if they're interested in the both of you, like they have to have some There's kind of be pattern. Something. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. That's fun. And you can, like, kind of gang up and, like, use the the shared partner. (laughs) Ooh, I like that. Like, you can now be, like... Don't talk shit, wool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Do you find that there is a pattern? Like if one person perhaps ha- seeks to have multiple partners, is there a tendency to be a pattern in the partners? Or do they tend to have like multiple variations of partners? Um, I think for me, I tend to date very similar types of people. Okay. <laughs> I don't think there's anything um, wrong with that. But I've... Yeah, but I've also seen um, 
I've also seen people where like I didn't even knew you could get along, but you're dating all of these different people. Right? That's wild. Um, so so it's different um, yeah. for everyone. That kind of makes yeah. sense to me too, just because like I feel like with polyamory, like if I were to like explore that, it would kind of be so that. I have this one person and we have this one thing in common mm. and then like we don't really click in this other way. So I'm going to go. I love this other person because we click in that way that this other person just doesn't get me in. And like if you're someone that has like really different things you're into, those partners probably look completely different and just have completely different mm -hmm. personalities. So that kind of you have like I one boyfriend you go to like a rock concert with Literally. and then you have like another boyfriend that totally. you just like chill and watch fucking netflix with and, and that's what i'm picturing just like building like my little like characters <laughs> like of all my like different fucking things i'm into like <laughs> yeah so it's your dream team okay yeah. okay like speaking of dream team like i know people kind of see polyamory as like a fantasy they see it as kind of like um you know the ultimate like Oh, that's that's kind of fantasy land. That's not realistic. What's something? I mean, and I know we kind of talked about the struggles of scheduling, but what's something about polyamory that is is kind of not so glamorous, but is a part of the process? Aside from, like I said, communication or scheduling. Like, is there anything else that's kind of like people don't think about this, but um, people don't realize how bad the breakups are. <laughs> Oh, really? Yeah. Um, and I mean, as as open as I am to like forming new connections, sometimes those connections end, right? Yeah. So instead of having, you know, one relationship end and one, you know, one beginning, it's, it's all happening at once. Oh, and you know i'm now ugly crying into my partner's arms oh, because oh. another partner broke up with me oh, wow. and it's it, it, i never thought about it's that not glamorous <laughs> yeah. yeah have yeah, you my, ever my had... boyfriend has seen me go through that oh. a few times. Oh, i mean that's, that's real cool. love yeah yeah that's like dope that you have someone to comfort you too but then i also wonder on the other side like have you ever had like a partner cry to you about being broken up with and like how would that make you having feel? to like pick up the pieces kind yeah. of uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm always uh, very aware of what's going on with their other relationships. So if they are experiencing frustrations or heartache, you know, I try to be there and listen. And like, I think the challenges is like not then blaming your metamor because like, I don't know, like when my friends go through like a fight with their partners, I'm always like, fuck that, you need to leave them. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's, it's hard, right? Because you're like, you, you still want to advocate for that person. Yeah. Um, and you just have to identify, you know, what you need. You know, do you just need to cry it out? Do you need to, do we need to order some food? Yeah. Some dessert? Yeah. Um, and just, you know, take care of each other. Yeah. I love that. I love that. It's all, it always comes back to like love. It always yeah. circles back to just like loving other people, loving yourself enough to express yourself and like all those aspects. That's, that's such a, um, that's such an important base of any type of relationship to have. And I feel like that's the main focus in polyamory. So that's really beautiful, yeah. I feel like. Um, okay, so we had someone ask um, about STI safer practices and conversations with multiple partners. And I know that's, I think, something you like like to talk about with LA Polyamory. So if you want to tell us yeah. about that. Yeah, like what do you how well, how do I safely bang a couple people? Like I know that sounds kind of funny, <laughs> but communicate like communicate that. Yeah, like people. how can I do it in a safe way? Yeah. 
I, I think everyone should be doing this, whether you're bringing, you know, one person at a time or multiple True. people. Amen. Um, and that's, and that's to um, know your status, right. And mm-hmm. get tested regularly. Yes. I feel like, you know, with COVID happening, people are aware of, you know, uh, preventative testing. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and just talking to your doctor about it. Like, um, and, and if you don't have a regular doctor, there's actually an app um, that I use all the time to order all of my STI testing. Oh, cool. So I literally just like add it to my cart. I check out, I go get tested every six months. Um, I haven't had any new partners, so I haven't had to do that. But what that gives me is, you know, if I go on a date and I know it's heading to a place where we're going to have sex, um, probably not that first night, but, you know, that week or month or whatever. Um, I tell them like, Hey, by the way, you know, what is your, um, what does your sexual health look like? Um, And, you know, I always ask, you know, how often they get tested, if their partners get tested. Um, that way, you know, you know that this person is proactive about, you know, knowing their status and then, um, you know, talking about, you know, how we, uh, prevent any, any spread of infections, um, you know, being open and honest and transparent. You know, I, what's great about the app is like, I can, (laughs) I've done this before. I can pull it up on a first date and be like, look, I just got tested. I, I was love like, that. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to ask you that because I feel like you can ask somebody like if like they've been tested yep. and if and what they their could status just say yes. is. They could like, yeah. Like, do you like ask them like for proof? Like, is that weird? Because yeah. I mean, I feel like I would be like, I know you're saying yes right now. But prove but. it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so and, it's and not you, weird. you kind of like gauge their reaction. Like if they think this is absolutely this is weird or totally. like they yeah. think you're weird yeah. then you're just like okay you're like, probably not the not right person then, yeah yeah fucking yeah, weird. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no yes i i i and that's why i again uh, always go back to i feel like polyamory is the super scene of relationships because you kind of have no choice but to be up front and be like i mean if you're mm-hmm. having once if you're having one partner and you're not getting tested i feel like it, you can fall into this cycle of not continuously taking care of your health and not checking all those things whereas if you're polyamorous you're kind of like no 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 that's my health hold up so i feel like it almost it almost forces you to confront your your partners about their sexual past it almost forces you to confront your partners about your jealousy or like whatever it is all and your to insecurities. And that, to me, creates a healthy relationship, yeah. period. So it's like, I mean, like like you said, whether you have multiple partners or not, you should probably be, probably be taking these steps regardless. So, I mean. Very yeah. true, very true. It's like the blueprint. Um, People we, thought monogamy exactly. was a blueprint. Polyamory is the blueprint, baby. You've learned a lot. <laughs> I'm learning a lot. Um, we actually had a listener um, tell us that somebody had approached them about considering a polyamorous relationship. So they were really looking forward to this episode and just said like any information would help. So I guess like for me, if that was me, my question would kind of be like, is there different types of polyamorous relationships? For me, I would want to be like the main bitch still. (laughs) So like, can I be like, I want like, you can't love anybody more than me. Like that sounds so fucked up. I know. Is there like, yeah. Like, are there Nate, like, do you have like a main partner or like a side? Like, how does that work? Hierarchy. Yeah. Like, is it just depending on you? You just kind of set that up or. So yeah, there, there is, um, hierarchy. 
um, where you can be the primary or the anchor or the nesting partner. Okay, you'd be um, the anchor, really Ashley. Yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> or or the, the, the main the main hoe. Or the main hoe. Ho. <laughs> Bottom bitch. <laughs> Bottom bitch, for sure. <laughs> Um, and, and a lot of that is how you negotiate it, right? Like, it's all about consent, right? If everyone agrees that, okay, this is the structure and everyone, including, you know, whoever is secondary, yeah. um, if they all agree on it, then that's great. Um, where it gets challenging is when one person's like, oh, like, why am I being left out? Like, why am I, you know, constantly, like, I don't get to spend birthdays with you or whatever. Mm. Um, and that that's again that creates resentment and so you have to like bring it up and talk about it and maybe you know your hierarchy is really just you know describe you know hey this is the person I live with but really you know birthdays we should be celebrating like as a group or you know however um however you negotiate yeah that's interesting and and in polyamorous relationships I mean I guess just from your personal experience obviously do people do you tend because I feel like people think it's just, like, one big party all the time. Like, everyone is just, like, five people hanging out, and we're all just having sex all the time. You know what I'm saying? So, like, in real life, what is it usually, like, probably one person lives with another person? Are there uh, scenarios where multiple people live in the same household? How does that work with living situations? Yeah, I've, I've heard of different um, poly households, um, and including poly families, where there's multiple adults that could have different types of relationships with each other and they're raising a family together. Um, So I I know those types of families, it's great. And it's, it's like the the Brady bunch. Um, And then there's, yeah. And then for for me, you know, I identify mostly with solo poly, which means I don't really entangle um, financial or living situations with a partner. Um, and you know, I live alone, I have my own apartment and then I, um, I basically, <laughs> I host my partners, right? You like are a Taurus. You are a Taurus. <laughs> we, we literally just had an astrology episode and I just talked about, I said, Taurus women and Sagittarius women got big dick energy. And I'm telling you, <laughs> you got big dick yes. energy for sure. You said, look, 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 they don't got to. So that's another thing. Like you choose to not live with your partners and you choose to host them. Yeah. Is that something just for now you want to do? Do you think like eventually settling down, you would have to change that? Or are you like down to live solo forever? Because I feel like I want to live solo forever. (laughs) I I want to live solo forever. I've lived with a partner before. And then you get just upset. You're like, no, like like, this isn't how you do things here. Oh my God. I I literally think I love her. Like, (laughs) oh my God. I just, I always think about that. I'm like, oh man, I'm single and I live alone. I'm like, my fucking life is awesome. I don't want another person to come in and be like, I like you don't put the towels here, but like if you don't put them back, I swear to God, I'll beat your ass. Right? Like I at least want my own room and my own bathroom. (laughs) Like like this is my space. Don't touch it. Uh uh. But I Yeah, I can compromise. Like I live in a back house, but I have like my own space. Yes. Like I perfect shut the door and you know not to disturb me. Beautiful. This is what I'm talking about. Like I just need alone time, but I also need company sometimes. I like that. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of like the really cool thing about like normalizing um, polyamory just because there's so many options. I feel like people are just like so stuck in like what tradition is like expected to be. Yeah. yeah, like having to like share a room. Like why the fuck is that normalized? Mm-hmm. Like that's horrible. That's mm-hmm. fucking horrible. 
I don't like that. I think I actually saw a tweet that said, normalize having separate uh, bedrooms we with should. your partner. And I was As like, wow, that's amazing. Like my yeah. own space, get out of here and don't touch me. Like, yes. Oh, yes. Like it shouldn't have to be like, we're always fucking together in the no. same space. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Anyways, all right. Do you have any more questions for Zoe? Um, should we bombard her? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah I guess I wanted to ask I know. Like, just something kind of just my like, question yes was like, please how do you feel about like representation in the media for polyamory great question um i feel like the the term supple has been having its moment thruple. <laughs> um yeah I, I keep hearing about it people keep sending to me did you see that thruple on oh, wow. i think it was on on like house hunters or like and then there was an episode of Grey's Anatomy when there was a supple. Oh, wow. um, so I feel like it's entering into um, like mainstream media. Um, but I feel like a lot of times people don't realize like it's not just like a supple. It's really four relationships there, right? It's usually yeah. like, you know, the, I guess the core couple and then there's the individual relationship with the third person, and then there's the relationship of them all together. Mm. Like, it's a lot more complex than that. Um, so it's more like and I also, people think it's a circle, but it's more of like an interwoven web. A tree. Oh, yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a polycule, we call it. Oh. Um, where everyone's kind of connected, yeah. A, a polycule? Polycule. Oh. Like a molecule, but polycule. Oh, my God. I love Don't. that. That makes wow. so much more sense. Yeah. I feel like that visually just fucking like helps yeah. like, a lot of wow. people. <laughs> this is like I feel like the same way with like represent representation with like a bunch of things that's fucked up in media. Like even like cultural things where it's like if it's somebody Mexican, like they're like speaking Spanish wearing sombreros in the home. It's yeah. like we need just like regular representation. They do that with Jews too. They're always like throwing the yarmulkes and the curly cues. Yeah, I'm like, God damn it, like, dude, there's other Jews. There's like, like regular people just living yeah. their life. And I feel like we need that for like polyamory too, with like a show where it's just yeah. like a casual person that like has multiple a couple partner people like yeah, yeah. now question and, one and last I, question for you oh sorry go ahead go ahead no i one last thing to say is like a lot of the media portrayals is like usually around what we call like the one penis policy where it's the man the wife oh my and God. their girlfriend yes and it's never it's never like you know more than one man yeah um, and I'd like to see, you know, more representation of like, please, you know, one woman, sexual, yeah, like, yeah, one woman with multiple male yeah. partners, yeah. Mm. That, I even feel like that also ties into with like when you talk about polyamory or like open relationships, it's always usually like mm -hmm. the dude that's like, yeah, I'm down for it, but they're actually just wanting to just like freely fuck other people without their mm -hmm. girlfriend being able to do the same yeah. thing and that's what people need to like get through their fucking thick skull like nah it's not just you if you want this it's like yeah. all of you yep it's fucked up how that's do you funny. how do you decipher between the the two zoe do you just have like a real ass conversation can you tell like a fuck boy who's just trying to like mess around versus somebody who's like genuinely interested in polyamory yeah, usually. I mean, like, there's some questions I can ask, like, oh, like, oh, what do you think about this? And, you know, how would you describe, you know, your your views on Polly? Mm -hmm. And, like, if they can't get past, you know, answering that beyond, like, oh, yeah, it's just, you know, we're just open, then you know, I, I, they need a more substantial 
you know, mm. answer and they, they need to be invested in it somehow. That's you know? not just like a box that they check on a dating profile. Yeah. Absolutely. I guess that kind of leads me to also another question. Um, can you still cheat in a polyamorous relationship? Is there still cheating and like disloyalty? Yeah, definitely. Um, it's happened where people keep things from each other wow. um, and, you know, lying and like are seeking out like relationships that they shouldn't be seeking out, whether mm. it's enabling cheating, because um, that happens a lot, right? Like you feel like your options are um, are limited. So you might pursue a relationship with someone who's actually cheating on their monogamous spouse. Wow. Um, and that's definitely frowned upon. Yeah. yeah a lot of lot of lot of bad people yeah, <laughs> in so this I guess, world yeah. always always someone abusing something it always is. that's the thing it's like the misconception mm-hmm. where people are like oh like we'll just be mm-hmm. open and then it turns out like you could still get cheated on or like we'll just be poly and like we'll just never have jealousy no there's still jealousy there's still cheating like shit can still go wrong it actually requires you to be a bigger person to be doing this mm-hmm. like honestly Exactly. Oof. So it's like it's polyamory for the week. Like you can't just come in here thinking that you're gonna get a bunch of hoes and that's all it is. Like no, you have to sit here and communicate. Because I know a couple men who think that they can hang in this game of like multiple relationships, and when you confront them, they can't even look you in the eyes, and you're nah. like, sir, sir, mm-hmm. sir, we need to, we can't even have this conversation right now. How yeah. are we gonna have multiple partners? You can't even have one. Damn. Yep. Mm, I don't know. Is there a difference between? polyamorous relationships and open relationships or is that just like a definitive term um like for me i feel like there's like as an individual you either identify as monogamous or non-monogamous and i think relationships are is what is open or closed Mm. because i feel like they can all like mix and match okay um like i've heard of people that um you know, they're, they're poly, but they actually have a closed relationship. So we call that poly fidelity, where it's just between the poly tool, right? And they don't date anyone new outside of that poly tool. Oh, that shit. relationship is actually closed. Well, yeah, because True. technically you're not letting anybody else in. So then you could be like in a yeah, poly exactly. slash open relationship. Yeah, uh, uh, we call it like poly fidelity. fidelity. Oh, so that's how, okay, so maybe that's something I would be comfortable with, is, like, if I had, like, just two solid partners and we were just, like, it's us. Like a closed poly relationship. One for all, all for one. It requires (laughs) you to, like, look up exactly what that means and, like, explain what that means. Okay, yes, exactly. Yeah, no, I mean, we are all about terms and it's 2020 and definitions and everything means it's Mm -hmm. it's all about communication in this day and age which i love i'm all for i'm i'm definitely an over communicator i will like double check eight times oh my god you sure you sure you sure okay cool better to over communicate than under communicate agreed (laughs) and then clarify what it means like does that mean sex yes and then specifically what kind of sex right yes people are like Okay, yes, you can, if we're long distance, then yeah, we're open, but I don't want you, you can have sex with anyone, but I don't want you to spend the night with anyone. Mm, Like, that could be a boundary that they they put in place. Or, like, no kissing. That'd be mine. (laughs) Okay, she's like, no, okay, no, Ashley, damn it, that's not a polyamorous, that's a monogamous relationship. my boundary. (laughs) A lot of swingers actually have that uh, agreement where they'll go to a swing club and they'll have, you know, sex 
with multiple people, but like no, no kissing. kissing. Oh, <laughs> I, I just was watching Euphoria and I was just watching Maddie like rip her friend open because she was like, kissing is the most intimate thing you can do. And I was like, damn, all right. I guess Dude, that's, that's a perspective. Like, I've heard of like some like dudes that are like, yeah, I don't like kiss when I have like random sex. I'm like, huh? How do you have sex without? I was like, it? but I feel like it does make it more intimate. So like yeah. my jealous ass, if I was like to have an open relationship. So maybe that would be your thing. I'd be like, no kissing. You can put the dick everywhere. <laughs> you can kiss my pussy. Kiss. <laughs> no, it's not my mouth. No, nothing. <laughs> I love it. I yeah. love it. So it's like super, super just mad communicative. You just yeah, have to be it's on just that. Different for everyone, I guess. I love that. Um, so what's like one thing you would tell, I guess, for like a last question, unless you have another one, Victoria, mm -hmm. um, like if somebody just needed like one like solid piece of like advice, like the first step to going into a polyamorous relationship, like say they already have a partner and they're trying to explore it. Like what's like the first thing you would tell them or it's like important, like gold golden key answer <laughs> i think it is to talk to your partner about your biggest fear right a lot of times it's like i am i'm afraid you're gonna leave me for this person Ooh. and then putting that out there like really helps you like understand like okay mm. the types of relationships i'm gonna be pursuing don't fit into that so yeah. you can get past the kissing it's not kissing that you're you're afraid of, right? Mm. It's, it's the possibility that your partner is going to leave like you. kissing that person so much <gasps> that they're yeah. going to leave you. No, right? <laughs> so you got to break that break that ah, apart. Yes, that's how you overcome, mm. you know, absolutely the, the kissing. Because because what's going to happen is like, yeah, you can you can say like, oh, hey, no kissing, and then six months down the road, it's like, hey, I'm not having any luck with yeah. this rule. Yeah. Let's talk about it. It's like, but what does you, that rule yeah, really mean? Like, just keep asking why exactly. yeah. until you get down to yeah. like, what does it really mean? Issue. Yeah. Like, it's What's like the real problem. It's here? like psychiatry. It's like self, you really have to do, it's almost like self-aware, like self-checking, self-awareness. Like you really have to dive deep into like, okay, well, why does it bother me that you kiss somebody? Because I'm afraid that you'll leave me. Yeah. And if they say, you know what? I prom like, I won't leave you. I do. I care about you and kissing, yeah. whether I kiss somebody else or not, that's not going to be the ending factor of me leaving you. So, yeah. and it's like, oh, but that's scary. I know. Ah. I guess you have to like really just fucking set out the rules. Do you yeah. ever like write contracts? You can. Don't yeah. laugh. I, I think that's I a very good. <laughs> I think it's, it's a very a, good question. Ashley. App somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like I need shit in and writing. The key is, you know, not just writing it down, but no. reviewing it. Um, Absolutely. And over it together. I call it like having your housekeeping, right? Like just oh. put it on the calendar, right? Once a month. Yes. You know, you're going to, you're going to spend 30 minutes going over this list because it evolves. Love it has this. to evolve because we're, we're humans, right? I fucking like, love that. Everything I love shifts. That. You have to revisit it. If it's set in stone, that's when the resentment builds and like six mm. months later you're like, I can't believe I haven't kissed him. you know, like, yeah. like that's where the issues yeah. come up, you know, because you haven't been talking about it. That's so important. I actually, um, our friend Stephanie comes on the podcast sometimes. She's a, she's a brain doctor. She's a therapist. <laughs> and like, I know her with like her relationships. She's monogamous, but she actually does the same thing where it's like once a month we like check in and just communicate. Like, is there something that you're unhappy about? Like, have I done anything that's to change like, getting it under or, your skin yeah. or like, what like do you want to talk about? So that's really important. I love that. 
you know what's crazy? Oh. Um, in my own religion, in, in Judaism, um, we practice the Sabbath and Shabbat. Uh, every, like the, the seventh day of rest, most people think it's on Sunday. According to the Jewish culture, it is from Friday at sundown until Saturday at sundown. And every Friday night, you get together with your family, and you're supposed to like very orthodox Jews. We're not orthodox, but they like don't use electricity. And you're supposed to like put all your shit away and just like talk to your family. Nice. And, and I'm like, wow, that's such a, and it's just every Friday. It happens every Friday. And you're like, okay, once a week. And if you don't have it set in stone, it's kind of like if you don't revisit it, you really end up losing that, like, yeah. connectivity. And I love that, like, mm-hmm. whether it's in religion or in relationships or in sex or in friendship or in therapy, the idea is always to reconnect and be present in the moment and talk about whatever communication you have with your partner and whether it's your partner, like your mom or whether it's your sibling or whether it's your friend or your sexual partner or whatever partner you have. I think that the main point is it's important to communicate whatever feelings you have and it's not as easy as we all like to pretend it is. And although it like looks like it's a lot of fun, everyone thinks polyamory. Yes. We would love to have, all these sexual partners with multiple people. But what it really is about is communicating, being honest, being upfront about your feelings and kind yeah. of just, um, so all the people that can't even fucking do that in a regular, yeah, like that's not going to work monogamous in, a, relationship, in a multiple like, one. It's not for you. Like it's not happen. stop dreaming. Like you can't even fucking communicate. Like, come on, come on. Zoe, if there's one piece of, um, of advice you could tell your younger self, what would it be? Little, little elementary crush on a multiple dudes, baby <laughs> Zoe, what would you say to her? Baby Zoe, don't get married. <laughs> Smart woman. God damn. I love it. I Smart love woman. It. Smart woman. I love it. It's beautiful. Zoe, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Seriously, we appreciate you for your time. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks all this valuable information. Me. Where can we um, have our followers um, look for you on social media if you're open to that? So I'm on Instagram at LA Polyamory. Um, and from there, you can sign up for the various events. There's a newsletter. There's a Discord channel. It's all linked through the Instagram. Beautiful, awesome. love it. Thank you for being on yeah. today, and um, I can't, you. I can't wait to, for it to have you back on and be like, guess, guess how many, guess how many partners I have, Zoe. Still none. Still none. Damn it. I can't wait for that. <laughs> Zoe, thanks, thanks for, thanks for coming on today. We'll talk to you next time. Thank you. Okay. Have a good night. Bye. 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 Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? 
Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Wow. Literally, that I'm so I'm shook. Informational. That was the most amazing thing ever. That was like a dream come true. I've it been truly so was. interested in like polyamorous and like open relationships. Like not even just for myself, just like mm. out of genuine like curiosity. Just, yeah, maybe for myself, you know, and like the future, you never fucking know. No, I think I've brought it up on the podcast before. We're like going into like a relationship with like someone. I was like, yeah, maybe in the future, and like he was not about it. And I was like, why not? Like, you're lame. And yeah. then later we were, like, serious. And I was like, you're right. <laughs> <Nothing>. <laughs> but you know what? That's really interesting. Because growing up in a really, like, I think traditional conservative type of household, I have I have no idea about these things. And then I'm hearing her speak, and I'm like, oh, I mean, like, I don't think that's wrong. Like, I don't I don't think that's negative. No. I don't it's think that's bad. It's all great it's just information. Like, it's all, absolutely. like, shit you could even bring into like a monogamous relationship yeah like even if you're not polyamorous or interested in polyamory you can still take these aspects and apply them to your own relationship so yeah. if if perhaps like communicating yeah boundaries like retouching once a month or it, let's just say you're in a you've been in a relationship for a year and a half and okay things are whatever and you hear this podcast and you're like polyamory what do i have to learn have you been on a date? Do you have a Google calendar? Do you make enough time not only with your partner, but also with your friends? Maybe you could reevaluate your scheduling. Yeah. Maybe you could reevaluate your communication. Mm. You have like you been tested? When was the last time you've been tested? Ashley? <gasps> it's been three months for me. I'll be honest. Okay. Yeah. I, the no, last. I think I, it's been like a year for yeah, me. Yeah, I'll I've be honest. I've been in a relationship for like over a year. No, like I'm single monogamous yeah so i mean i still should get tested it's so re recommended to yes, get tested yeah. regularly even if you're fucking married you never fucking know so that's like a good check i've personally like i'm single so i try to keep staying tested i personally get tested at planned parenthood because Same. <laughs> uh, planned parenthood does so much fucking shit man yeah and if you just have like medical or medicare whatever mm -hmm. is the one like they do everything for free. Yeah, no, they do. They really hook you up. I mean, obviously, we'll we'll try to link some different uh, places that you can go and get tested because it's really important. And like, also, I also want to talk about just being open with the people that you are having sex with. Like, don't feel embarrassed to ask people if they are getting tested. And if somebody, if you ask some boy, hey, like, or some girl, hey, are, are you? Do you get tested? And they're like, oh my god, why? And I'm like, I might want to fuck you. Got a problem? Yeah. And are you going to fuck that up? If anyone gets weird about that. And then, then they don't care, bro. They don't care about you and they don't care about your health. probably a red flag. Yeah. Anyway, like period. you should be able to have this communication mm -hmm. in your regular relationship. Yes. And even if you're in a monogamous relationship, like you should be able to like ask your partner, like, hey, when's the last time you got tested? Like, because I'm about to go get tested. Yeah. I actually, I did know a girl who was in a monogamous relationship. Okay, what? Monogamous. Thank you. I was like, <laughs> a monogamous relationship. And she her she got chlamydia and she did not cheat. And she got it from her partner who ended up cheating on her. And it was like, obviously yeah. that's a specific case, but it's yeah. just. I just it, read something like that. It was very similar, but, but it, it was like, I don't, I forgot what I was fucking reading. 
But, like, she was, like, about to confront her partner and be like, you know, I got chlamydia. And then, mm. like, it turned out it was, like, a false positive. <gasps> oh, man. And she didn't even have it. Oh, thank God. she was, like, starting to have, like, all these doubts about, like, her freaking man cheating on her. Oh, my gosh. So Poor that's, thing. That's, wow. like, a possibility. It's rare. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's rare. But Get a double test. Get a double test if you're unsure. But yeah. uh, it, it, the main point we're trying to push here is that even if you're in a monogamous <laughs> yeah. relationship, get it tested. Get tested. Yeah. And go with your partner. Like, if you're... Go with your partner next time. Be like, hey, we, we should go every couple months anyways. Like, I'm not yeah. saying, it's just, it's like getting a teeth cleaning. Like, you just want to make sure it's preventative. Ain't no shit yeah. there. You can develop shit. If you have herpes, like, on your face, like, if you get cold sores, you could possibly, possibly well, attract genital herpes. 80% of the population has a type of herpes. That's what I mean. So, it's like, I'm not saying that that means you're cheating, but, like, get tested, bro. Like, it's smart. If you got motherfucking knock on wood, you got motherfucking cancer, don't you want to get that shit tested as soon as possible so yes. you can fucking take care of it? Exactly. I mean, yeah. I, that, like I said, that's extreme, but. I mean. You yeah. know what we have not talked about this whole episode? Health. Our song. Let's play a clip. I know. Such a fucking bot man. Bitch. Bro, you see how she album? said, can you hold it down when I'm across the ocean? Can you? Like, wasn't Zoe just talking about, like, a lot of polyamorous relationships are usually people who are, like, in school or long distance. And it's like. Yes. So this song is Open. Yes. It's called Open. It's from her album, It Was Good Until It Wasn't, mm -hmm. which dropped this year. It's really fucking good, man. There's, like, so it's many such a good album. bops. Like, there's no skips on this yeah. at all. And we've done Kehlani twice already. We could do her forever, every episode. Yeah, literally. Like, okay, so. Yeah, she's so great. If you don't listen to her, she's get known, into I think, for being bisexual. Yeah, she's bisexual. Right? She's been in relationships yeah. with women. Um, she's also, she was in a relationship with YG that got a lot of attention. They actually broke up, like, right as she was, like, releasing this album around that time. Mm -hmm. um, so, actually, listening to the so song. So, maybe this is kind of reflective of. I'm not sure, like, when she wrote the songs. I know she seems like she writes fast because, like, when she was, like, dropping songs on SoundCloud. Like, yeah. Right as, like, it was, like, was coming out that he was cheating, like, Valentine's She was, like, cheater. And toxic. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, just right off. If you listen to the song, it's maybe not super obvious that it's about being open, even though it's called open and she says open. It's kind of ambiguous. Mm. But she did, like, a thing on Twitter. Because that can mean a lot of things. Like, yeah. exactly what Zoe said. Like, it's literally all about, oh, She's trying to turn off that highlight. It's all about like talking and communicating about what that yeah. means. So this yeah. is kind of her being like. There's levels to this song. Mm. Like there, it's like, yeah, like the questioning of an open relationship and then just like being open with a partner. So there's levels. So we'll get into that. But we do have a quote from her that was on Twitter when she was like, when she dropped the album and she was like, oh, ask me like whatever about the songs. And she was talking about her favorite songs and stuff. It was really cool. But she was talking about, um, man, this is my favorite. This my second favorite. Sorry. This song is about open relationships, but the idea of maybe being too deep in it for that change, but kind of knowing it's probably a better move. It's definitely Yikes. about YG. For sure, yeah. bro. Like, you can 
So she's kind of saying that like she wanted to be in an open relationship and once she figured out it couldn't move like that, she was like this, I need to move on because it's too much. Maybe. I think also it's kind of just knowing that like him being on tour because like right here, like the first verse, it's 3 a.m. in Vegas all day, been faded. You're on tour in and out them stadiums and there's bitches backstage trying to upstage me. How am I to know what you do? And then like, on damn, this is so honest. It's super. That's why I fucking love her. Like, she's just like open book. She's a Taurus too. Mm, big like dick Zoe. energy. <laughs> and she got like that water. Rising. She got that water. <laughs> she the got that water. water. Um, so it does here on the genius annotations talk about how YG was on tour um, September 2019. Damn, oh, no, they got they, the no, dates. No, they were dating since September Oh, they got the red receipts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it, it's, like, puts mm. all this out, and, like, it's just her talking about, like, why aren't you checking your texts when you're drunk sleep? Oh, no, it's referencing referencing lyrics from her song um, Valentine's Day when mm. she talks about him cheating on her. We did that. Yes. So it's, like, knowing that there's a possibility that they're going to be curious at least if they're about an tour, open relationship they're backstage yeah. like you're fucking famous there's bitches throwing themselves at you mm. so i think and it's the same for her like she's a bad bitch so i think it's just her questioning like is this a possibility so yeah. but but that's what that's what gets me so fucked up about this whole open fucking relationship polyamorous bullshit is that i can be honest <clears throat> arguably one of the most honest people okay but it's like to me a lot of people it's hard to get another person to be honest with themselves mm-hmm. and that's where the issue arises is when the honesty is not in the other person because i've had i've had grown men look at me and been like <laughs> like <this. laughs> cross-eyed <laughs> look at me cross-eyed and be like i love you and i'm like uh no, you don't. I know you don't. And I don't know why you're saying it. That's okay. Yeah. But it's like it. In, and and then, obviously, YG's not a oh, like an honest person. Okay, so that makes sense why she's questioning all. So this. and that's what and that's what's fucked up is that this person is willing to be open and have an open relationship. Where like, okay, let's talk about this. Like, what what do you need? What do you want? If you're saying, look, I want to be with you, but if I go on tour, then I'm single. Like, what is it? Like, define it. Whatever it yeah. is you want, define it. You know what I'm saying? And it feels like the other person can never define it. So the person who's usually open tends to get the most fucked up because they're like I look I'm just like trying to figure out what you want in life and if you want me to love you from afar or if you want me to love you up close like whatever it is just let me know and it, yeah. it's, it's almost like they don't let that person know because they're not honest with themselves and yeah. we all know somebody who's not honest with themselves like when they're just like oh I'm fine and you're looking at them and they're like no baby no, no you're not you're not you're not fine I know you're not get into but it's like it. what do you do get like how it. do you combat that it's rough, yeah. Like so, in the pre-chorus, she talks about what does Kaylani know? <laughs> does she like have the answers? I feel like she's very self-aware. Good. So she says, "What if you slip up? What if tequila grab your neck and say, don't mm. bitch up? What if you want to shoot your shot and load the clip up? Are yes. you scared to lose your queen and gain a bishop? Literally. So she knows she's a queen. So are you trying to sacrifice your queen for this dumb little fucking side piece? This little bishop." man and if you are it's fine but it's like we just need to define this shit so that i can either a prepare myself or b move on to another fucking person yeah or so like i could do my thing too exactly if you're out there doing your thing because it's like 
some people that cheat, they don't realize they're not the only one that are like tempted. They mm. like there's temptation everywhere, everywhere. You think you're the only one that's no bitch. To cheat? Like, no. So it's not fucking fair for yeah. you to be out doing your own thing just because you're across the country mm. or up the street. Like, it doesn't matter. Like out of sight, out of mind. No. Like, communicate that. And to me, like I had a relationship where um the dude that i was with was very like we're things are cool things are cool like we're not together but like we have a good time with each other and i was like okay cool 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 like i'm okay with that like that's fine but let's define so this, and this always, and that. yeah it's always too vague yeah so i was like oh that's cool let's just define this i just want it to be defined yeah. so that like feelings don't get hurt your feelings don't get hurt my feelings don't get but hurt when you ask that what is you're getting too attached huh of course it was immediately like oh, you're you're in love and this and that or like you want this you want to be in a relationship with me starts it, absolutely and i was like look i'm not trying to be in a relationship with you i'm just trying to understand first of all you have a relationship with anybody so like we are in a relationship we're not in a monogamous relationship but we yeah. are in one whether we it's a friendship a exactly yeah. so and he was just like you're trying to be in a relationship i was like look i'm not trying to tie you down at all i'm just trying to define this shit so that if you're fucking with other bitches i too can fuck with other bitches exactly <laughs> like, that is all that's sir what, like, but he didn't want that people don't understand that mm -hmm. or like i think they know so they try yeah. to avoid that and like they can't handle being in an open relationship like they're down to like be fucking other bitches but they don't want you fucking other bitches i feel like this is where zoe would be like mm, this person is not ready for a polyamorous relationship yeah. nope exactly and like so the chorus yes what she say do I got you way too open to be open? Mm. And like, I feel like that has so many like different ways you could interpret it. Just like, what do you think it means? Go off the bat. Off the bat. I'm like, are <laughs> we <laughs> holding a fucking fake mic when there's one in my face? <laughs> um, I guess like off the bat, my first thing was like, are we too like open and vulnerable? Like too like open with each other to even think about being in an open relationship. I agree. And it seems kind of backwards. No, I agree. But I think that's what it means. It's kind of like we're so open with each so other vulnerable. that we're not defining things. So we're just yeah. going to leave it open so we don't know where it is. Yeah. And then it becomes fucked up. Yes. So it's like a cool little play on words. Mm. Like, are we too, like, vague? It's and too open? vague to be open. And then on the, like, open as in. Yeah. We need to communicate. And because like, if you're open, you do need to talk communicate about it. Yeah. And so define what you want. A really yeah. dope little play on words. I feel like there's multiple ways you can interpret that. I love that. And then she says, is the lens you see me through just way too focused? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. That just didn't come out. I was trying not to blow in the mic and then it just didn't whistle. <laughs> um, no, but yeah, it's like once you're like in that relationship with the person and you're seeing them like the lens that you're seeing your relationship through is like side blinders monogamous. Yeah. Is can is that lens to focus? Like, can you even see beyond that? Can we like pull it back and maybe open wider it wider frame? So can we take this idea of monogamy and even though we respect our own monogamy to each other, can we open it up to other things and allow things as long as we communicate it? Yeah, especially like for like her situation. It's like, yo, it, he's across the ocean. Like she's just accepting like she knows what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. And it's not to say that you should accept that like, oh, but if, if you're OK a with temptation, that, like it's probably going to happen. You have to yeah. be OK with getting cheated on. No, she's just being realistic and yeah. knowing that she's going through the same thing too so yeah and i think that if you're like okay for example that said dude like if i was okay with being in an, like a non-committed relationship then 
there's no issue. I'm like, I'm just asking. There just still needs to be turned. To exactly. Like, it, it could be busted the fuck wide open. Yeah. But there still needs to be terms and conditions. Because, uh, because, and all I ever referred back to was like, I just want to be safe. That was always my thing was, I just want to be safe. Because yeah. if you're fucking other people, then I just, oh, I'll get tested once a month instead of every six months. Or like, you, that's, that was always where like I referenced back to and it was never communicated. And I knew it was like a manipulative type of situation, but Definitely. whatever. Anyway, so Kehlani, anyway, speak to my heart, baby girl. What was she saying? Yeah, so she just talks about, can you hold me down when I'm across the ocean? Can you control it? Blah, blah, blah. And also, what if you're curious and caught up in the moment? That's the one where I'm like. But even then, can you control it? So is this even an instance of like, can I control the fact that like I'm being vulnerable with my partner? So can I say, hey, you know what, Ashley? I did hook up with somebody. Or, you know, hey, Ashley, I'm having feelings. That is also a thing you can control because if your feelings arise and you're just shoving them back down, that's not controlling. That's suppressing. That's a different thing. You know what I mean? True. So if you have this arisal of like, oh, I'm I'm sexually attracted to this person or I feel like I'm emotionally attracted to this person, I might want to bring them in. Can you even control your own emotions in that sense of the opposite term? Yeah. And can you say, hey, you know what? I think I'm feeling... I'm I think I feel like I want to bring this person in. Would you be okay with that? Would you be open to that? Can you control that? Which, that reminds me of somebody, I don't remember who it was. Like, I forgot we what we were talking about something. Oh, I posted that video about like that like white man. Like, the, <laughs> the guy with a crazy ass face, no bitch. What the fuck? That shit scared the fuck out of me. It was from TikTok. I opened that video. I was like, ah! Yeah, he's a, uh, you know, no offense. <laughs> I mean, no, he said some very factual things. It was, it was just an interesting. God like, can't give everybody point. everything, okay? It's an interesting, <laughs> like, starting point of conversation where he's talking about, like, the difference between people who cheat and don't cheat is, like, people, like, okay, say it's, like, me and you. The yeah. difference, I don't cheat. So, like, somebody walks in who's, like, attractive to me. Like, mm, and, like, wow, I'm, he's I'm not fine. a cheater. So, like, he's going to, he starts trying to talk to me. And, like, I just kind of keep it closed off. I keep the answers short. I keep keep it the one arm. Stiff arm. Stiff <laughs> you stiff arm a motherfucker. Arm. Like, because, you know, so trying. your red flag comes up. Your red flag yeah. goes, uh-oh, like, Ashley. Man, he's hot. Like, <laughs> Ashley, he's fine. Fuck. And then you go. fine as fuck. So, in your brain, you go, I'm okay, like, he's fine. So because gonna, he's fine, let me separate myself from yeah. him because I know I'm because, not about that. Because I know it's a like a natural human thing to yes. be attracted to other people. Like that's not going to stop when you're in a relationship. So I'm just going to like not let him come in. You so know? it's just like when I go to the grocery store and I'm like, do I want these Oreos? And then I'm like, no, no, V, don't get them because if you get them, you're going you gonna to cop like four sleeves at night. And just, then you're going to wake up. Just save them. Put them in the pantry. Nope. It's case. not going to work. It's not going to work. Case. It's not going to work. Just no, in the pantry. No, in no. the pantry. So then the I can't pantry. even do it. I can't even buy them because I know if I buy them, I'm going to collapse. So I go, you know what? No, I'm just not going to buy them. Yes. So, so like then versus the cheater, like, so say mm, it's Victoria, she's going to entertain my him. roomie, my roomie. She just be buying all the cookies. <laughs> and but guess yeah, what? So this dude the this dude walks in and like Victoria, yes. she doesn't know, she hasn't accepted that like, I'm, I haven't I'm even, I'm going to cross that boundary. I'm going to cross that line. Hasn't even so brought up. Just, I suppress those feelings. Yeah. So she's just like, I'm going to talk to him. I'm a flirt. And then yeah. she could technically develop feelings and then it becomes a problem and then end up cheating. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know, I love Skims underwear. So I finally tried their bras and Skims has delivered again. 
Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. But I'm just like, what you, but I go, you know what? I'm not even going to think that far. I just think he's fine. You know what? Whatever. He's fine. We're friends. It ain't no big deal. Hey, what's up? How's it going? Nice to meet you. It's not no big deal. Ashley, let me get your number. It's no big deal. Just for like work purposes. No, it's no big deal, Ashley. Just for work purposes. Don't be mad. Why are you mad? Why are you mad? That's weird that you're mad. What do you think I'm doing shit? Are you doing shit? Oh, fuck that. It's like a yes. literal proof that people so who don't cheat, they saying. like, they literally stay away from people that they feel attracted to it's because the self-awareness, mm. that's the difference It's self-awareness. Totally. You so know what somebody, I like to relate it back to? What? Uh, monkey poop. Monkey poop. <laughs> because that's the difference between us and monkeys, right? When we get mad, do we fling our fucking shit everywhere? I wish. I wish I could. You don't think I wish I could throw my poop at you? I wish I could just get mad. Push out a little dookie and just chuck it right at your face. But I can't do that because that would make me an animal. And that would make me make me unacceptable in society. Okay? Mm-hmm. So that's the motherfucking difference between making you a decent human being and a shitty fuck boy. And again, fuck boy is gender neutral. So you can be a fuck boy, fuck girl, whatever you want to fucking, whatever you are, you're a fuck. Mm-hmm. Don't be that. Don't be don't be a monkey a monkey throwing uh, yes um, a monk a poop poop and throwing monkey throwing monkey poop throwing monkey a poop throwing monkey. Don't somebody replied to that video and he was like, "This just feels like forced monogamy. Like you're okay. just like forcing yourself to be monogamous." I was like, "Okay, yeah. I mean, technically." It is. Like, Zoe would giggle. She would like, Yeah, because yeah, I mean, technically, humans are not really hardwired to be monogamous. It's a, it's a pretty, like, new thing. Like, if you go back, like, history wise, like, evolution, like, yeah. fucking years yeah. back, it, it, we are kind of forcing monogamy. It's, like, been, like, a thing that we've been socialized to accept. Yeah. It's just the standard. So, so it's not you're right. You're not it. wrong. Yeah. Well, yeah. But society does that, not us. Yeah, <laughs> or that man. But that egg shape. Like Egghead shape, man. <laughs> but like, if you feel like you're like like that's a bad thing. Like, if somebody tells you like keep that stiff arm, and you feel like no, that's forcing me to be monogamous, then maybe you should explore polyamory. Yeah. Because you shouldn't feel like you're forced. Like for me, if like I'm in a relationship, if like somebody walks by, like, and I'm like damn i can't fucking flirt with them like i can't just talk to them like i'm not gonna be mad about it like i pride myself in my loyalty yeah i'm not gonna feel resentment so my loyalty is strictly out of laziness <clears throat> i don't know i talked about that before. I, yeah i don't know how people can cheat the difficulty in like deleting all the sh- i can't do it i it's so i'd rather just be loyal effort, yeah too much energy mm. like if you're like deleting shit like yeah Shouldn't you just just like, be in why? an open relationship? Yeah. Just look good. Just go like this. Hey, Ashley, I really like you. And I think we should keep hooking up. But I think I also want to be in an open relationship. Would you be cool with that? Um, and if you're not, 
that's okay. But I think that that's something I personally just really want. Yeah. So then you work that out and like you decide to leave or stay. It's so easy. It's so easy. It's just so don't be a selfish fucking cunt. Basically. But you want to know what? Let's go into. Into it. Verse two. Yeah. So um, then she just talks about like her side of it. So she says, if I'm an AOD, stands for Ace of Diamonds, a strip club in L.A. She's considering. Okay. So she says, if I'm an AOD trying to stay low key, shoddy, so religious, wish she praying on me. But if I take her to the private, let her be my pilot, how should I know what to do? And so she's to the straight. So she's, she's like, what if I slip up? What if tequila grabs my neck? So it's like now her, like, so it's like she's recognizing, like, whatever YG the fuck is going through. She's going through the same thing. Yeah. So how fucking dare him? So she's, she's fucking swinging that big dick energy right the fuck back That's at YG. Rap. And she's like, look, I get that you got bitches backstage, but I'm also at the fucking strip club. And if I want to have some bitch eat my pussy, what and the fuck this, do I do? Do I tell her no? And this is the thing. Do I say no? Like, what if the kilogram my neck, blah, blah, blah. What if I want to shoot my shot and load the clip up? And if I do the same, will you go play the victim? Will you say she cheated? Girl. Will you say she's a uh, hoe? Yes. Because how many times is it, I mean, and maybe we, we didn't get into this too much with Zoe, but in relationships, we kind of touched a little bit on it in media, how maybe it would be nice to see a woman having multiple relationships. Whenever a woman cheats or if a woman is in an open relationship, automatically deemed a fucking slut or a whore. Yep. Period. That reminds and, me of Insecure. Oh, too. what part? With a, so spoiler alert, maybe skip yeah. forward like 30 <laughs> if seconds. If somebody doesn't. <laughs> Um, so, you know, obviously Issa cheats on uh, her man and it's like he leaves her. He's fucking pissed. Like, yeah. there's no redemption. Like, the fucking end of season one where he's fucking that bitch just, yeah. like, crushes my soul. And then, like, later down the line, like, season two, maybe, I don't know, where he's talking to his homie, that same guy that was, like, trashing Issa. Oh, yeah, yeah. When he ends up cheating on the girl and then he's like, well, you did the same thing. And he's like, well, no. And it's just like, we're getting back together. And he's like, what? Like, you totally made me feel bad for like considering getting back with my girl. But mm. like you cheated on your girl and she's taking you back. And like, so keep the same fucking energy, keep the same energy. Yeah. Like, like, why are we trashing like women for cheating? And we've literally talked about Kehlani in a previous episode did, where she yeah. almost fucking killed herself because people bullied her because they thought she cheated. Like. Stop it. Stop the double standard. Well, and it's just like, it doesn't make you a slut because if I like want to have a man and I feel like me and him, we get along, whatever. And we have this relationship and I find I have another relationship with somebody. What is the difference? Touch. We'll just touch back. Let's, let's bring this motherfucking full circle. Let's circle back. Let's what, what's another fucking, uh, office term. Let's, uh, let's reconvene. If anyone wants to jump in and take the ring, like circle back. <laughs> um, in, um, basically in relationships, it's like, I had a friend who their man was like, Oh, you can't talk to your, your friend anymore because he was so jealous of just the type of friendship we had. That happens. Yeah. It, and, it, and and I was I was talking to my mom about it. Who's old as fuck? That bitch is anxious. Don't tell her I said this. Mom, I love you. 21 years old, bitch. You don't look a day over 12. Okay. But that bitch was born in 1464, okay? And I don't know why, but, like, she was like, you know, I've had relationships where, like, I've had friends who are, like, her, her really good friend who's, like, really close to my family. She was like, yeah, like, my ex at the time thought that me and her were in a, like, lesbian relationship no way. and i know like me and my good friend we like to joke that we're lesbians but it's like 
I think he was just so threatened by like our friendship that he was like, what the fuck? So a jealousy is literally popping up in a quote unquote, you could even say that it is a polyamorous relationship, right? Because I have a relationship with her. I have a relationship with her man, her and her relationship. We're just not sexually polyamorous. Exactly. But in that instant, he was so jealous of our friendship that he was like, I don't want you to talk to this person. And I was like, whoa. And and she saw it as a red flag, but I was just like, it doesn't have to be a sexual relationship for it to be jealous. Yeah, no, definitely. Like it could be like like you're in a regular relationship, like monogamous. And check yourself. I feel like you're spending like you're going out of your way to spend way more time with your homies than you're spending with me. Yeah. Like in the last two weeks, like you've hung out with them like three times and we've barely had time to FaceTime. So that's how you can check in. That's how you can use polyamory as an example to check in in like your real time relationships. Like where's the balance? Yeah. Like are you like giving like all your like friends, family, mm. re- like romantic relationship the same amount of effort and energy? Exactly. And if you're not, take a step Where back. is it lacking? Yeah. Where can you give? And w- I know we don't talk about marriage a lot, but even in marriage, sometimes I know like in marriages you're like oh you hang out with your mom too much your mom meddles in our relationship or even maybe perhaps other relationships whatever it is i think that the main point here is fucking communication bro communicate mm-hmm. and then we get into the passionate part i kind of want to call zoe back and ask her a question should we do you think she'll answer i don't know we I can try ask her about why she said don't get married should we ask should we yeah. call back okay fuck it all right oh my god <sighs> We're doing this it's on the podcast. Again. <laughs> We're calling again. Let's just see if she answers. I know. Let's just see. All right. Fuck it. It's just interesting. <laughs> we had one more. <laughs> I love it. Hello? Hi. She answered. <laughs> we are still on the podcast and Ashley had, oh, okay. she said, no, we have to call her back. I have to ask her one more question. So Ashley, here, okay. here's your chance. Yeah, I, wanted to, <laughs> I wanted to ask you, like when, when you said like your advice for your younger self was don't get married. Like, why is that? I realized that there was no context to that. And like, you actually don't know my background. Yeah, I, I kind of just brushed it off because I agree. Like, <laughs> I, I know, don't really too. believe in marriage. So I kind of just brushed it off. But I was, like, I was like, great. We all agree. Wonderful. But I was like, wait, why would she tell herself that as a young child? Like, she's already like pursuing polyamory now. It must be like a reason. So, mm. yes. We had to know. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I was married for about five years. Um, and we actually met and we were, we had an open relationship from the beginning. Um, the marriage part was just really unnecessary. <laughs> Damn. It usually is. <laughs> hmm Yeah. Damn. So you obviously got divorced. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So it was just, it so wasn't she was like, for fuck you. That. It's, it's, it wasn't for it's you. Pointless. So it ended up just making, making it messy when you broke up. No, I mean, it wasn't even, um, we didn't even break up because of anything related to Polly. It was just. Like, it was not where I wanted to be, you know. Okay. Um, marriage was just not compatible with, like, how I wanted to live my life. And I feel like, like marriage, you know, it, it has, like, this legitimacy to it um, where, you know, even even if you tell people you're open, like, if you're married and open, it's even more acceptable than being single or, you know, solo, which is what I am, and open because it just seems like, oh, you're uh, you're undecided or you can't make up your mind or you're just sleeping around like Um, you're not down for commitment yeah and 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 then marriage was kind of like that safety net um 
and yeah, it ended up just not working out for us. But we're still good friends. Oh, okay. <laughs> we still have a dog nice. together. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Love a dog. Love a dog child. So, mm-hmm. moral of the story is: don't get married. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Right. So we thank you so much for answering our yeah, phone call. We weren't answering. sure if you were going to answer. Sure, so well. <laughs> we love you more than you know. Thank you so much. Have a great rest of your night. All right, bye. Bye. <laughs> I love that. I love that she answered. Hell yeah. I had to know. We needed to know. Like, yeah, so like, I agree. Like marriage is not for me. I just don't see really the point in it unless there's like they have bomb ass like health benefits. Or something. I was going to say mo- most of the time, most most marriages are for like contractual contractual obligations, like beneficial, yeah, yeah, yeah. financial beneficial things, literally like health taxes. Shit. Yeah. Like shit like that. That's <laughs> trash. Yeah. So Should we play a clip of this? Let's play. So I actually have a second clip because this song is actually called Open and then like in parentheses it's called Passionate. She mm. has a fucking beat switch in the middle and it's so good. We had to play it. We it's had to so play it. so good, yes. You uh, know us. If there's so an extra good part. It. Yeah, so it goes from, in, from open into passionate and it's just a really dope beat switch and like the second part of the song is really cool too. So I've got a clip for you. like the night's beat switch vibes like frank ocean Ooh. not as fucking iconic uh, it's just that's a high i used to know someone who used reach. to play the harp and now I've i like, used to want to play the harp yes. so bad when i was little it was insane it's i beautiful. had i had these neighbors that were like um they had like miniature horses everyone in their family they were all homeschooled every single one of them played like an instrument and then like that's me and, like if i ever have me and my brother family, were just like <laughs> that's what i want my family to be yeah so i'm not same. having a family until i can provide miniature horses and harps for my children like literally they had like piano harps i want to home cello my kids, violin make them fucking play an yes, instrument yeah. and just like give literally. them the perfect just like canvas for being creative and all that they were like their whole family was filled with all girls except for one little boy and he was the youngest and he used to like pick flowers and bring them to my mom (laughs) wow literally i hope they're doing great wow i'm pretty sure he's married now wow congratulations look at me failing in life you (laughs) you flourishing (laughs) no but um yeah i just the harp is the most beautiful fucking thing on the planet it's It's the most angelic thing yeah literally so just automatically just like takes you to like a different fucking level and like yeah, I'll never Atmosphere. forget like feeling. I, I literally will never forget feeling someone playing the harp in my presence. It it's the most magical thing ever. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. So that should just switch up. Think, <laughs> is it Janae Aiko that like has like a freaking live like that would make har- sense? Yeah. <laughs> what is it fucking called again? I just uh, fucking a harpist. A harp. Yeah. Like well, she has like a live. It's like a girl. I'm pretty sure it's uh, Janae Aiko. And oh my God, man, yeah. that shit will make you cry. Yeah, it's literally, it's so beautiful. What the fuck? Yeah. It's one of the most beautiful uh, instruments. It just, yeah. So what does she say in this verse? So it kind of just goes into like a tangent. She talks about made it out the mud and still it's killing me. A pull up where I'm from and they respect me. Made some room for you up in the front seat. Slide and need one to confide in. 
Then he hear the sirens grunting. I knew it was all in you. When I saw your eyes, then I met your hands. Lay it on my thigh. You control the cruise. I make you crazy when nobody watching. I'm out your way, and I proceed with caution. Don't do too much talking. Just lay down that action. No, you come off bold, but it's just your passion. It was a cute little sexual thing. She always getting sexual. I love it. And then she just talks about, oh, you're passionate, baby. It's a little outro, like a little sexual. She's kind of like saying, I love a good outro. I love a good yes. intro. I love a good switch up. I love a good transition. Yeah, like, so I'm this all song for is like one of the best songs on the album. A good interlude. And there's a lot of good fucking songs on the album. Yeah. So if you haven't listened to it, do it. We love Kehlani, obviously, on Sippin' After Dark. Yeah, you already know. It's our third song of hers. <laughs> I wanted to do Kehlani the, the last week in Victoria. Yeah, was like, I was like, girl. <laughs> I feel like we should really pick someone else. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, you're right. The, our listeners are going to be like, bitch, fucking pick someone else it other than Kehlani. Like, Goddamn. Kehlani After Dark. <laughs> we'll, like, would have to just switch it to that, which maybe we'll like have a little side podcast. Kehlani Just a Kehlani podcast. <laughs> i fucking love it um yeah so that's pretty much the song and like it kind of reminds me back to like how when zoe was talking about she first started with like open relationships and how it kind of segued her into like polyamorous so brings me back to this it's like kind of about kehlani like contemplating like could i do an open relationship is it a good idea like probably like based on my situation So just like if even if you're going to be a fuck boy or if you feel like you're not ready to be committed, at least just communicate that. It's literally so simple to be Stop like being selfish. Hey, if you want to be yeah. open, then you should communicate that to your person yes. so that they can be open too. Because it's not exactly. fair to be like fair. make somebody suppress their feelings while you're out fucking around. Yeah, I mean, if you're fucking around, I want to fuck around. Let Don't me have be fun. Fucking trash. What the fuck? <laughs> fucking disgusting piece of trash. <laughs> um. You can always catch us at Simpin After Dark on Instagram, or you can follow me at Victoria D. Wells. Follow me at Ash underscore Friday underscore on Instagram. We're also on Twitter, Simpin After Dark. We have a playlist on Spotify. Go yes. like that shit, Simpin mm-hmm. After Dark. You better. Um, yeah, and we'll link all of Chloe's stuff down below. All like the freaking like STD checking app shit. I'm about yeah. to check that out. That's tight. We'll make and sure we have LA that polyamory and like all that stuff so that you guys have access to all of this. Yeah. Um, I hope you guys learned a lot because I did. And also LA polyamory is like a great resource if you are looking to get into polyamorous relationships or if you're probably curious about it and you're looking to meet other people who are curious about it too. That is a great place to start so definitely check that out we'll yeah. link that um shout out to wild seven studios for always hosting us here in downtown la the best we love hey, them. wild seven baby <laughs> we love them and uh ashley thanks for always coming on this podcast with me being so open it's so nice That's to be able to have one. somebody who's vulnerable right next right? to me it's like not judging together me. And yeah just- Wow, the communication is strong. I'm about to go home and be like, so I had a great night. Thank you. Let's summarize this. (laughs) (laughs) I feel good. I feel good. Guys, let us know what you think about this episode. Make sure you thanks for submitting all your questions that we got to ask Zoe. Hopefully we covered all of them. If not, we'll call her back right fucking now. Yeah. (laughs) Tell me right now. Just tell us. We'll call her. (laughs) Till next time. Bye.